say your name? Brittany? No. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> that is not how you say your name. Yeah. Well, it really you is. You say Brittany? It's Brittany. My dad Brittany? calls me Brittany. Well, because it's not Brittany. Holy shit. It's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y. It's Brittany. You say Brittany? Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't have to make it sound like I fucking want to kill people. I, Brittany is really how you say it. That is I'm how. Brittany. I mean, I say Brit. I say Brit. Brittany. That's wrong. It's not Brittany. It's not Brittany. It's Brittany. Yeah, because it's Brittany. Do you correct Because my dad people. calls me Brittany. So if people are like, hey, Brittany, you're like, it's Brittany. I go, ah. And then I'm like, okay, it's fine. Really? <laughs> no, I don't. It's fine. It's fine, but it's really not Brittany. It's not Brittany. It's not even said like, it's not spelt like that. Yeah, because that's very like American to be like, Brittany. But it's if you pronounce all the letters, it would be Brittany. But everyone's in such a rush these days. They, they, don't, they have don't have time. time. <laughs> like, listen, they're like Brittany. Okay, listen, Brittany. They don't have time for the extra <laughs> syllable. Exactly. Um, but no, your last name though. Furlon. Furlon. Yeah. Why? Well, how do you? Because I was. Name? I'm always like. Brit- I'm always. Because I'm always talking about you. <laughs> You're like. I just want to make always... sure when I'm talking shit on you, I say it right. It's Furlon, right? Okay. I'm always thinking about you. This gets like really weird. The gate is locked. You. you don't know the. <laughs> yeah, I can't. That's what this podcast is. I'm about to kidnap Brittany. I'm scared. Furlan. So are you like slightly? I feel like I've been like Brittany Furlan. Everyone says Furlan. Yeah, but Furlan. Yeah, it's Furlan. Yeah, okay. It's so okay, I just wanted though. to like clarify. It doesn't matter. That's like everyone recently. I'm realizing, what is it? Rihanna is her name. Shut up. Not Rihanna. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. It's Rihanna. Rihanna. That's her name. Who the hell is Rihanna? That's the. That's who it is. I don't know Rihanna. I don't either. But who is she, she? I heard the other day someone said her name right on the red carpet. I think it was Jenna Ortega, and she said Rihanna is here, and everyone no. was like, "Girl, what?" And then Rih- Rihanna, Rihanna, was Rihanna like, was like, "It's actually." She was Rihanna. like, "That's actually how you say my name." Thanks, Jenna, for I saying don't like it right. It. I'm serious. I don't like it. Weird, right? Rihanna. Imagine a whole world calling you Rihanna, Rihanna and then your real name is Rihanna. Do you know what I love? That Rihanna just let it slide for a whole <laughs> ass dead. decade. Forever. She let it slide. She's like, whatever, as long as I'm getting paid, call me whatever you want. For call fucking, me fucking buttfuck Magoo. <laughs> buttfuck Magoo. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> She's Rihanna is a literal like billionaire. She's like, I'm not saying shit. If they want me to be Rihanna. She is a billionaire. Yeah, but not from singing, from like cosmetics, right? Wait, do you like my socks? I mean, they're giving me psych ward. (laughs) (laughs) But with that said, I have good and bad memories from that time in my life. Tell me. I was like, when when was the psych? I never told you that. I'm sure you did, but like, I think I have early onset dementia, (laughs) so I have no idea. I have no recollection. Um, Do you have a shit memory? I mean, you know what? It's actually weird. I remember everything really bad that's happened to me like yesterday. Really? But everything really good, I'm like, wait, what? Like, I can't. Like the the bad stuff for some reason is so you know, imprinted in my brain. Like I could recite you the color of something in the room. Wow. With, with the good stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, like whatever with that. My brain's like, no, 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 focus on all the bad stuff. Like that's, wow. that's not that weird. Yeah, your brain is an asshole because it's supposed to protect you from the trauma and like the really bad stuff. I oftentimes feel like I forget the horrible shit because your brain like wipes it out for yeah. survival. Yeah, no, my brain. And your brain's like, kill her. <laughs> my brain's like, Let's end this. 
<laughs> the sooner the better. Wow. Yeah, my brain is very... It's often weird, and I don't know if you, you get this way too. Do you ever feel like it's you and then your brain? Yeah, like... Like there's two different... Yeah, things. like you're watching... I just come out of schizophrenic on your podcast. <laughs> I'm like, do you ever feel like it's you, Chris... Angelica, Susan, Susan, and Toby, <laughs> Toby, all in your brain fighting for airspace. Yeah. No, no I do. I you're feel watching separate. the yeah. thoughts. Yes. Because we're not our thoughts. Right. I do feel separate than my brain. Which yes. Is weird. It's cool when you can watch your thoughts and be like, oh, I'm is not. Because it? <laughs> it makes me feel very like soul sitting Schiz- in a body vibes. School si- or soul sitting. <laughs> schizophrenic a little bit I said schizophrenic schizophrenic but... <laughs> that's our new thing I mean listen it's scary I schizophrenia runs in my family so I'm Wait, very really? scared yeah so you're like super at risk if you smoke yeah. a lot of weed yeah. then you could that's what happened to someone yeah in my same with me family same with my so friend my, you yeah. know I tried and I don't do that anymore yeah it I could like trigger it weed it just yeah and then one day all of a sudden boom and that's it that's right and so there's I no stopped, going I stopped smoking weed I smoke like maybe once in a blue moon for fun and it sucks because I did love smoking weed really but Dr. Amen told me that fact he's like such a buzzkill sorry Dr. Yeah. Amen it's when like, he told me can't smoke weed yeah. can't eat sugar can't take benzos can't take benzos <laughs> so just suffer Wait, you can't even eat popcorn <gasps> He's you like, can't you can't, no, like nothing. Oh, but fuck. I love you, Dr. Amen. I wasn't, I didn't really mean yeah, you're a buzzkill. But he does tell it like it is. Sadly. He does. Yeah. Like everything's bad for you. I know. Except for walks. You can take power walks. You can power walk. And drink water. Oh, fun. Drink so much That's water. Fun. Take deep breaths. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds like a great life. <laughs> great life. So you don't really smoke weed anymore, but the psych no. ward, why, why'd you go in there? Um, How old were you? What'd you do? Oh, what the fuck happened, I was happened, like trying Brittany. to kill myself. I, you know what's so weird is I love life so much as an adult now that I and I love being alive and appreciate my life so much. Yeah. But when I went from ages like six to twenty or seventeen, I like wanted to die so bad. Wow. I used to like pray that I would just not wake up. I used to like tie belts around my neck. This is like a great way to start your podcast. This is like it's <laughs> a starting funny po- it, it's a comedy like one podcast. foot in the grave. <laughs> yeah, clearly a comedy podcast. I used to like literally tie belts around my neck till I passed out. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. So we're going to start on a very light note here on Laura Clary's podcast. No, it was dark. Yeah. It was really dark. That's fucked. Yeah. And then I would go to school and like be funny. And wow. then I would come home and want to kill myself. I would listen to like the bends and like want to kill myself. And do you, and do you <clears throat> feel like um, you know why? Yeah, I th- I, my life sucked. At the time, it was horrible. I mean, I lived in, like, a really horrible part of Pennsylvania. It was dreary and cold. Pennsylvania, you said? Yeah. That's enough to... Yeah. (laughs) You're like, okay, you don't even need to explain it anymore. Say no more. And, and you know, I grew up... My mom has um, borderline personality disorder. Okay. And she's doing great, so I want to say that now she's doing much better. But, you know, growing up with that was... I don't know if you know about people that have borderline personality. I feel disorder. like I don't know too much about it, actually. So it's very intense. Like, it's very, you know, they kind of, th- well, I'm not speaking for everyone, but yeah. my mom, she kind of thrived on like chaos. So okay. it was like if there wasn't chaos and stress and trauma, then it was not a normal situation for her. She couldn't like cope. Wow. So it always had to be chaotic. Okay. And then I was the one that was like, no, everything's okay. Yeah. Like, and I would make everybody laugh. And that's how I got kind of 
Wow. In the comedy, it was like, you know, as a child, I had to be a mascot. Yeah. You know, because I knew when everyone was laughing yeah. that no one could be sad or freaking out or, yeah. you know, whatever. Wow. So that's how that happened. And uh, I used to use that to cope. And then. But do you think you were also natural? Because, like, were you, you must have also been naturally funny as well as a coping mechanism. Because I have this theory that comedy, like, you're born. I don't know. I feel like you're born with a funny bone or you're not. Like, I don't think it's all... It... Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's trauma. Totally. Like, literally. Yeah. Because I think trauma makes you funny. Trauma, And I feel yeah. like your body does it as a coping mechanism. But, like, my sisters grew up in the same kind of chaotic, dysfunctional family uh, home as I did. And they're not funny. They're, they're boring. They're fucking so unfunny. Oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. They are funny. <laughs> They are funny, but they couldn't, like, do it for a living. Right, right, right. Like, you were, like, literally, you're an icon. You're, like... No. You you are. No, you I literally you, are. But, I've like, made a lot of mistakes, You make too. millions of people laugh around the world yeah. and have done for years. Like, yeah. that is a true gift. Thanks, Laura. And that's not just because of trauma. Like, I feel like there's something else as well. Mental illness. Okay, 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 okay. Mental illness. So it's mental okay. illness okay. and okay. trauma. Okay. The okay. two together... Yeah. That's unstoppable. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, so you know why you went to the psych ward and why you were suicidal? Oh, yeah. Like I used to like, I, well, I got what happened was, and I've told this on, I think on my podcast, but yeah. for your listeners, it was, I was, I used to cut myself all the wow. time and I was, you know, getting deeper and deeper, trying to eventually do it enough that it would, you know, yeah. work. And we did um, our. I went to public school, and they were doing physicals at school because some kids couldn't afford to go to the doctor, so they were making everybody at school get their physical at school. Okay. And so I went to the nurse, the school nurse, mm -hmm. and I was 16, and I had I, I was wearing like long sleeves all the time, so no one like really had any idea. And she was like, "Okay, you got to take your shirt off. You know, we got to do your physical." And I was like, oh, "I'm cold." And she's like, "No, you can put it back on. Just take it off." And I was like, "No," because I knew I had. Yeah. All these fucking cuts on my, all over my arms yeah. and my legs. Wow. And then eventually she brought like the principal or the guidance counselor or somebody in and they were like, take it off. And I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> not, don't even tip me first. Like, you know, it was yeah. kind of crazy. And then they saw it. They called an ambulance. It was very dramatic. Whoa. They put me in the psych ward. My dad was out of town. He was on business trips a lot. And I was just raised with my dad. My mom, like, you know, uh, lost custody of us when I was like six. So wow. my dad just raised us. So so then you know that you become like. Uh, so a, when he was on business trips, who were who? My was aunt, with? one of my aunts, okay. would come and watch us. Okay. You know, but um, they're not your legal guardian, and so then you become like a what a product of the state or whatever, like a state property. And so then the state Whoa. was like, you're going in the jail. And it was the worst experience of my life. Wow. And Literally. how old were you? 16. Okay. Yeah. I wow. remember I was like crying the first night and it's so weird. Like there was a room down the end of the hall and it was called the quiet room. And it was literally a room with padded walls yeah. and like a piss stained mattress on the floor. And there was a girl in there. And this is a, like a kid's mental hospital outside of Philadelphia. So very like not nice okay. and dirty. And they dragged me down the hall from my room while I was crying mm -hmm. and like opened the door. And there was a girl in there and they're like, if you don't be quiet, this is where you go. And I was like, wow. holy fuck. And it was very scary. That's and not nice. Yeah, I didn't That's eat not... while I was there. And... My roommate there, apparently her whole family had like raped her. And I was like, oh my God, this is oh. so horrible. And she would sit by the window every day and be like, my family's coming to pick me up today. And I believed her the first day. I was like, oh my God, that's great. You're, 
getting out. This and is then, the saddest. It was shit so sad. I've ever it was very like girl life. interrupted, but yeah. like not even as nice. Like not it was even. like girl interrupted yeah. made it look like clean. A little fun. It, <laughs> almost fun. Yeah. It was very dark. Yeah. Like that's, it was very very dark, yeah. and and people and the people that were there to help you with your mental health, or at least to me, yeah. they were mean. Yeah. They were like, do you know how much money you're costing your parents' insurance company? I was like, well, I would rather not be here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was pretty weird. And it's like paying you, dude. Yeah. Like they were, were mean. You. They were really mean. That's really mean. Yeah. Holy shit. So it sucked. Yeah. But you, you survived. Yeah, you I did. You persevered. You got out of it. And then I was like, I got to get the hell out of here. I got to get the hell out of Pennsylvania. I got to get the hell out. And I always wanted to be an actor and I did theater in school yeah. and I was like big theater, you know, not a nerd because I wasn't like those kids. I wasn't like that, you know, but I was into theater and I loved acting. And you and, were good at it and you knew you were good at it. And I always it. got like the lead parts and I was like, you know, I'm going to join. It was um, it the one thing that you liked to yeah, do? Yeah, the one thing I liked to do and I was like, I'm going to go, um, you know, first I would go to New York by myself when I was like 17 on the, the Greyhound bus and get headshots done, try to meet with agents and stuff that didn't work. And then I came to LA and I did stand up. And then from stand up, I booked some shows on E. I did like, you know, a bunch of like prank shows on E. Dude. You did those too. No, literally. We both did that. And, then... and we both came to LA at 17, right? Yeah. I yeah. don't know anyone else. Isn't that weird? I don't know anyone By else. By ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. By with ourselves. nothing, not knowing anyone. Yeah. And did like prank shows yep. and shit. What prank show did you do? Again? I did Reality Hell, where it was that show where we would pretend we were reality shows. Like, we'd be, that people would think they were on America's Next Top Model. Oh, my but God. But really, it was like a spoof, and we would just fuck with them. And, and they're they like, you're their... not a model at all. We you're make, ugly. We would make them do crazy shit. I mean, like, it was just so funny. And then I did No, this, I'm just kidding. This other one you called didn't do that. Prank My Mom. Prank my mom. Yeah, where it was uh, Vivica Fox hosted it, and it was like I basically I played all these different characters, but in every episode I played like the girlfriend of the guy, and they were pranking their moms, and so like one of the episodes I would be like the pregnant stripper, and I'd be like, oh my god, it's so nice to meet you. I'm Star Angel. It's not my birth name, but no. and we're gonna name the baby Star Pixie Dust, and like just crazy and just the mom's worst nightmare. And I'd be like, "Well, I'm a dancer, and she'd be like, what kind of dancer?" And I'm like, "The naked kind," and no. she, they'd just be horrified. And no. then I'd be like, "I can come live with you guys, right? Because I don't have my own place." He said that we can, me, you, and the baby, me and the baby, and him can come live with you. And oh she's like, "I don't God. have room for that." I'm like, <laughs> you don't even have a dog bed for the baby, like nothing. <laughs> you know, just the worst nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I did that show. That was really fun. And then Vine came out and then yeah. that whole thing. And and the rest is like sort of Here history. I am. And yeah. here you are. And then Wait, I and how the hell did we meet? How did we meet? We met, I think, because I started following you on Instagram. And we just I thought you were really funny. We and we the DMs. DMs. And then I did your podcast. And Was that the first time we met? I think that was when I came over with uh, to your old house yes. and did your podcast. Yeah. That might have been, yeah. That's so funny. And I remember... See, I told you my memory. Your pug. Did your pug pass away? Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's okay. It I know, happens. I know. I, yeah. I was going to say... Dogs die. Yeah, sadly. And it's really I fucking know. sad. Little Wiki died too. Oh, remember yeah. Wiki? Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. They deserve to live much longer than us. They we, do. We don't, we, don't, yeah. we don't deserve it. It's true. <laughs> like, we deserve to have their length of lives, I think. Wait, how long have you been married? I've been married for four years, but I've been with Tommy since, uh, uh, for six years, 2000, end of like 2016. And how did you meet? Raya. 
Tell me more. God, I want to know have everything. you heard about Raya? Are you on it? No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm. I'm self-loving. You're fresh off the I'm press. I'm self-loving myself. Yeah. Oh my god. Lots of masturbation happening. Love that. Same. I yeah. Love masturbating. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, it's a great thing. I it's mean, it's so good for thing. you. Although sometimes when you feel like it kills your dopamine, and then like the next day you're like, oh, I'm a little, I'm a little low. You know what you do? What masturbating do you do? again. <laughs> Yeah. It's weird because I, I feel sometimes I'll masturbate and then like if I'm doing it too much, it's like it's just these explosions of dopamine and then my body's like, all right, tanks running a little empty. And then what? And you the depression sleep, starts setting in and then I'm just depressed. Well, then you have to just like scroll TikTok. Yeah, well, I do that Just already. like aggressively masturbate and then just scroll TikTok. Well, TikTok was my happy place. Not so much anymore. <laughs> Wait, shit, dude. So it's been crazy. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay now. Yeah. I mean, it was wild. I had no idea what was happening. I mean, I, well, I had no idea what was happening even when I married my husband. I mean, when I married my husband, oh my God, this is so much stuff. I'm like, what do I, I so, want to be so, careful with what I say because I don't want to hurt people's feelings either. So. I totally yeah. get it. It's whatever you're comfortable yeah. talking about. <sighs> okay. But, to, but real quick, so, so yeah. you met Tommy six yeah. years ago yeah. on Raya. Mm -hmm. And then what? Did it happen like... He messaged me on there and was like, I used to follow you on Vine. You're so funny. Okay. And then he was like, let's hang out. And I was like, where do you live? And he's like, Calabasas. And I was like, see you never. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Because mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. like, I'm not driving. I lived in West Hollywood. Yeah, no. It's like an hour. Yeah. It's a different country. I barely, like, you know me. I don't like to leave my house. Yeah. So it was very, um, and then all my friends were like, don't hook up with him. He's got STDs. All right. this, like, crazy shit. They don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I was, but he was so nice. Yeah. And he kept messaging me and messaging me and being like, hey, listen to this song. I sent you a song. And then like, if I didn't listen to it, he'd be like, did you listen to it yet? Like he was just very, not like most guys where they try to ghost you and like hope that you chase them. I don't That's know. like a thing now. I don't really, so I hear. I don't really get that. That's weird, isn't it? Guys are like not, I, all I see like on TikTok, which are like, I, I'm convinced they're all my friends. Yeah, exactly. I just like exactly. lay there in bed. And yeah, like, same, okay. same. Yeah, so, but they're like, all I hear about are these like failed situationships and like women chasing men. I, like, I, the roles are reversed yeah, almost. It's, it's weird. It's like strange. the guys want to be pursued. But Tommy is but old Tommy's school, old school. Probably because he's 60 years old. Exactly. Than well, so, no. 60 years he? older than me, dead. He's 60. He is okay. 24 years but old. But he does me. not look or act that age. No, he definitely doesn't act at all. No, yeah. he doesn't look it either. He looks great. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But he, yeah, so he was kind of old school in the sense that I was used to all these guys that, you know, yeah. wanted to have women pursue them yeah. and would ghost you and then be like, what's up, at like 3 a.m. three days later. Wow. And it was just gross. Yeah. And, and so I and, and so I was like, wow, this is like the first guy that is, you know, really attentive and... Yeah he was very interested and wanted to meet up and yeah. hang out. And we actually hung out for the first um, time at pride. Oh wow. Cause I was like doing a sponsored event for pride yeah. and he was playing drums for this artist, Brooke candy. And we like hung out and we like, he was seeing a couple other people at the time. Yeah. And then that was it. We just wow. like hung out that day and he like within a week, he like cut everybody off. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it was weird. He was dating like three different girls. And, uh, but none of them compared. No, not to not somehow. To. And one of them was Carmen Electra. So I was like very flattered. I was like that. 
I think she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. I was like, I would have chosen her, but. But you're like. <laughs> but I'll, but I'll take it. funnier. But it was fun. And that's the thing is that people are, they don't get it, but like we literally laugh all the, like. That. And that's so fun. It's I everything. Mean, who doesn't and it's, want that? It's I mean, so attractive. Looks are great. Don't get me wrong. And yeah. like love looks. Love and Love a love handsome looks. person. Love a hot yeah. chick. But if there's nothing really more than that. You become unattractive. It fades. Yeah. Well, beauty fades. Yeah. Your attraction to them fades. Like yeah. it has to be deeper. Yeah. Because then lust, it's like, how long does that take you? Yeah. Eventually it gets boring. No, like, totally. Okay. It's interesting because I feel like a lot of men are threatened by funny women. Oh, and that's have, one of the things I loved I about Steven was yeah. like, he just like literally Steven's first crush was Ellen DeGeneres. So like, shut the fuck up. I like love it. clearly like he it. finds humor attractive. Which is awesome i know but it's like not every guy no and it's very few i think a lot of musicians they like to laugh and they love comedians they love I a clown musicians <laughs> love comedians comedians love music it's a weird thing they do they but, do right mm -hmm. and they yet do. we do different things mm -hmm. so there's never any sort of competition or like like if you're with a funny guy it's like yeah i can do that too yeah but like you watch him drum you watch them drum and yeah. you're like, wow, it's holy amazing. shit. Yeah, like exactly. That's so attractive. Yeah. Okay, so then now, so now I say, oh, TikTok, and you're like, ah, no, TikTok. And I saw like a couple, whatever. It was so bad. So tell me. I mean, it's kind of my own fault. Okay, so it's I. It's not. Well, here's the thing I'm like so sensitive. I'm a highly sensitive me person. Me too. We're and the I, same. We're very the same and I, in so many and ways. And I feel everything so much. Yeah. And I also have been living this for like six years already. Okay, so this is really weird. Okay. Seth Rogen follows me on Instagram. Okay. And I started That's dating. That's a flex. And, and I'm not saying it to no, no, name drop, but there's a Love there's him. a reason for this. So I started dating Tommy six years ago. Okay. I posted him on my story and Seth was like, oh my God, that's Tommy Lee. Ha ha. And I was like, yeah, haha, ha. like we're dating, whatever. Uh -huh. Then literally like a year or two later, I hear Seth Rogen's producing the show about Pam and Tommy. I hear through friends, you know? And I was like, that's really weird. Like so, you know, random. Yeah. And then the show, you know, comes out. It wasn't actually as bad as it was with this, with the last documentary, but people did come out and go like, you know, they should be back together. They're each other's one true love. Like, what are you doing with him? You don't, you know, you're ruining true love kind of situation. Ugh. But it wasn't like as crazy as it was this just last time. And I was kind of like, oh God, all right. So I stayed mostly quiet about it. And yeah. I was, you know, proud of myself for that. Cause yeah. I don't, you know, I've been obviously honest. I don't have the greatest mental health. I don't always make the greatest decisions I can be really impulsive and like later go like oh fuck like what the fuck are you doing you yeah. know and I hate that about myself that's something I've like really tried to work on you know because I I, I need to like rein it in and I've gotten a lot better through the years Same. anyway so <clears throat> so that was really weird and then Sebastian Stan who played Tommy okay. reached out and was like hey I want to you know meet you I've been studying you and we met him and he was so nice and so he's a really nice guy and like I don't blame the actors because like they're just doing their job like who doesn't want to make money um but yeah so that and that and that's also not my story so 
But, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was like, you know, and then people making TikToks about, you know, that they should be together and, and all this stuff. this is from the and fictional show that... This is from that show, okay. yeah. yeah. And, and the show was so... There were so many wrong things did in it. Did you watch it? We did, yeah. And, we did. And, like, how did you... I mean, Tommy, they made Tommy seem like such a fucking asshole. Was in he that like, show. this is not me? Or it, I mean, we were both sitting there like, oh my God. But they have to do it for, you know, dramatic effect. And they had no say, either of them, in that That's show. Wild. They didn't even consult them. And actually, the really shady thing is they actually went around Tommy's back and paid friends of his from like 30 years ago to interview them for it. And I was like, it would have been such a better... I didn't see the show, yeah. but I'm sure it would have been so much better had they consulted In, with them and worked with them, them. Yeah, yeah, to make it as authentic as possible. Involve them. That would have been better, right? Obviously, right? And so yeah. they didn't consult either of them, which is not cool. Um, but yeah, so th th there were so many wrong things. You know, he did pay his contractor, which is one of the biggest things in the show. People are like, oh, he deserved it because he didn't pay his contractor. He paid the contractor, and then when the contractor started doing shitty work and fucking up and breaking shit, then he was like, I'm not going to pay for stuff that you did wrong. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so they just made it. They almost tried to make you sympathize with the guy who, like, did this to them, which is really weird. Interesting. Anyway, so that was, like, a whole thing, and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Now we're done with that. Yeah. Like, hopefully we can just move on and live our lives in peace. Got that out of the way. Got that out of the way. Ripped the Band-Aid off. And, you know, it, it is what it is. And then his son wanted to get, uh, Brandon wanted his mom to be able to tell her story, you know, because, yeah. you know, it's only fair. Hulu went and told the story without her permission. So they were like, wow. okay, let her tell her story. I was really shocked by more the p way people acted after yeah. that came out because it was just dark. I mean, within like an hour of it being out, I was getting flooded with comments of them people telling me to kill myself and this is before i even said anything like i hadn't even said a word just like you existing and being yeah. married to and Tommy them Lee. hating it and they were like you should kill yourself you're in you know you you're you know pam and tommy forever all this stuff on my page i woke up and i was like ah what the fuck like i didn't i didn't ask to like be a part of this narrative i hadn't even said anything and yeah. you know the weeks prior to it coming out i'd gotten google alerts that yeah you know she was doing interviews and saying you know uh, Tommy's wife is going to be annoyed by my book. She's going to be annoyed by the the documentary and da 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 da. da. And so I was kind of like, uh oh, that made me nervous. Cause I was like, uh oh, why am I going to be annoyed? Like, what what's happening? Yeah. And then I kind of saw why. It's a hard situation because yeah. you know it. It's her story, and you yeah. know I can't go and say, oh, don't tell your story. You know, like she has every right to tell her story, yeah. and she has every right to still be in love with Tommy. I would be, you know what I yeah, mean? Like right. I get it. I mean, I get it because he's so romantic, yeah. and he is such a, a, a sweet guy. I mean, he's yeah. the nicest guy I've ever been with in my entire life. Yeah, like I'm not the easiest person to be with either, and he is just. He is actually like more normal than I am. Yeah. And and it's so nice and I'm so grateful to have him. And so I could see Yeah. I see it. I could sure. see why someone would miss him. I could see it because, you know, I I'm you know, our anniversary was yesterday and yeah. he got me a giant bouquet of flowers for every year of our anniversary. Oh, and then wow. wrote me a like a love letter for every year. Oh my and god. And it was just like put them all around the house and like he's just that guy. That's so, so sweet. So I, I see it. And then also the trauma that she went through with him. And yeah. I know that creates, you know, that the trauma bond situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I wish that, like, everyone could move on and, like, 
do their own thing and find happiness yes like because like we we don't live in that past like that you know yeah. and I it made me sad because I I hope that you know I know she will she'll find someone else and yeah you know um, I hope hopefully fall in love again you know I think she's beautiful and looks great and yeah. I think that she will but it was really it was really hard in terms of like the people being the cruel, fucking people the people so it's like the little peanut gallery we've got to change batteries yeah 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 so um but yeah so yeah. i just want but the fucking pe cuz it's they're the, the they're the they're the problem when you're telling a really dramatic story i might start snoring like just that's for, okay okay cool i'm down <laughs> i get it my therapist does it too she's like boring she just fucking sleeps she's like this is boring tell some she's jokes she's like you suck yeah, i thought you were funny this is nothing but depressing yeah <laughs> yeah you're just getting further and further lower Do on the couch. Do you know why I'm laying down? Because <laughs> this is boring. Do you want to know why? Why? Because I was woken up at 6 a.m. Oh, my Pee -pee God. Pee-pee in your party. I would kill myself. That's how I wake up every morning no, to I my three-year-old waking me up. He pulls the blanket off me and goes, pee-pee in your party. Because he, he wants to or he did? Because he has to pee. Can he do I it said, himself? Yeah, he can. <laughs> oh my God. He just wants to tell me first. I said, yeah, dude, go pee. He goes, Mommy, come with. Oh. So I have to fucking watch him like a creep oh. as he just like pees. He just wants me You're there. You're like, you know, this has got to stop soon, right? At some yeah. point. <laughs> at some point, bro. Cut to 20 years later. Pee pee in the potty. Mommy. <laughs> Dad. Mommy, come Mommy, with. Mommy, come with. Hold it. You're like, no, this is. This is too much. Hold this it. This is too much, little one. <laughs> this is a boundary. Okay? We're not crossing it. I'm dead. And he's going to be like 6'6", six, six, which makes it worse. Wow. Okay. For sure. I love it. But wait. So, so I, we're talking so about... So that's why I'm laying down. I know. And you want to know why you're sitting up? Because you are bedtime. You wake <laughs> up at 2. I wake up at 3 Brittany literally te texted me. I texted the other day. I said, hey, girl, you want to shoot some sketches, do my podcast? She goes, I wake up at 2 p.m., make I it work. Do. Or what? I did. Yeah, yeah, you go. I wake I up. Did. She goes, I wake up at 2 this p.m. This is wrong. I wake up at 2 p.m. Because I'm up all night. I just have, like, dysregulated cortisol. Oh, so you know? you're like, up all night. Oh, yeah. What do you think? I just sleep for... <laughs> what am I, a lemur? I just sleep for 48 hours. <laughs> like, no, Laura. I'm just in a coma. <laughs> I'm just in a coma and I'm awake for five hours a day. No, I'm up all night. Holy Literally, shit. Literally, I'm nocturnal. Wait, like, till when? Till fucking 4 a.m. or so. Without fail? Without fail. Now, is Tommy up with you? No. No. He goes to bed at like 10. Okay. He's all, good night. Like, literally. Wow. Yeah. And you're just up. What and I'm you, just what up are you fucking. Doing? Oh, God. Everything I shouldn't be doing. I'm like playing with the dogs. Okay. I'll bake. I'll fucking Google all my symptoms on WebMD. I'll are you like self-diagnose. What do they call it? They don't call Hypochondriac. it. Hypochondriac. They don't call it that anymore. What do they call it? They call, oh, there's Highly a new name. <laughs> what is it? It's, oh, there's a new name for, I got to Google it. There's a new name for hypochondriac. Oh, great. I need to know what it is. Yeah. It's health insecurity. No. Oh, health anxiety. Health anxiety. Well, I have that. That's it. Yeah. But that's like what they call, because hypochondriacs all are like, I'm not a hypochondriac. So now they call it health anxiety. Well, I do have health anxiety bad. But do you have hypochondria? I think so too, only yeah. because... But only because I've had things go wrong and then now I'm paranoid that they're wrong all the time. Totally. And, and I just did a full body MRI. I saw that. I saw that TikTok. And I did it when Tommy did it too. And, and how did And I'm thinking Tommy's results? 60 and I'm like, he's going to have all these 
problems. I gotta brace myself, you know? And I'm like in there and we go in to like get the results and I'm like, I'm gonna hold your hand, make sure you're okay. And they're like, oh no, he was fine. They're like, he doesn't have one thing, but you got a bunch of things. And I was like, oh, okay. Wait, why? Tell me. So I already knew, I have um, polycystic ovaries, which I already knew. Okay. I didn't know how intense they were. They're like, yeah, your ovaries are like full of cysts. Oh. So I have that. And, And I did treat it by going, gluten and dairy free for like a year and it went away no way but then i was like do you like how i just I, hold I, my I know, ovary i'm like no way your uterus are you serious and i'm like i can't believe you had two kids you're like literally it's amazing i'm telling you stress okay yeah. and then i so then i got rid of him for a year and then i went on tour with him and then i was like the whole gluten-free dairy free thing was really hard on tour and it, it was like, and it came back and so they're really bad and then i have like cysts in my liver and i'm like i don't even drink or do any drugs, so I'm like, that's weird. And then I have like a lesion behind my breast, and I have a early onset spine disease. Get the f- yeah. Get out. And then I have like fluid in my abdomen that's not supposed okay. to be. There. It was just weird. And then they're like, and I'm like, well, what about him? I'm like, what about him? Let's hear about him. And they're like, he doesn't have any, like literally nothing, not even one. I'm like, what about like a nick in like a nothing? Like and it's a, not like he's this like never touched a drink. I mean, he has spent his whole yeah. life. Yeah doing hardcore drugs yeah. and drinking. Yeah. And I'm like, not even anything with the liver. They're like, no. What the hell I have that? liver cysts. I'm like, I like took on his energy. <laughs> oh my like, God, I got the you took it all. I took it on. I'm such an empath. So are you I was treating like, all of this? Well, I just found out like Ugh, literally I'm a couple sorry. weeks That's ago. That's a lot, so. dude. Well, I already knew that. Well, PCOS is kind of yeah. like, oh God, please. Like I, I've dealt with that forever. Yeah. Um, but the, I got to figure out what, up with the breast lesion and I got to figure out what's up with the spine stuff and all that. It's whatever. I'll figure it out. But it was definitely wild to like go in there with my husband and have him be fine and have me not be fine. And I was like, that's so weird. Yeah. But like treatable stuff. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. I mean, well, PCOS is not, it's treatable. It's not uh, curable. Like you'll be able to come back here next month, right? No, probably not. You're not. <laughs> I'll, I'll be tech. I just turned into a giant cyst. <laughs> I'm just a cyst with eyes. Hi, Lara. That'll be great. Oh my god. Oh no. Horrible. Yeah. So. So wait. Okay. So, so we were talking about yeah. trolls. We were talking. Yes, trolls. Um, but the, the people. So the people were actually like the worst part. It yeah. was like I mean, it was hard because you know, a bunch of my friends and people were like, oh my God, like, I can't believe it, da da da, because they watched it and they were like, I'm so sorry. So it was like that narrative. And then like before I even said anything, people started attacking me and they were like, you need to be out of the picture, blah, 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 blah. And then so my genius way of coping is to what? Make jokes, right? That's what I did my whole life. The worst ones sometimes, like very off kilter jokes that I've definitely paid the price for in my life. Yeah. But it's not even ever to like be mean. It's always like just my dark humor. And I think it's just always kind of misconstrued to be a bad thing when it's more just me trying to make light of a situation that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I was, (laughs) I was on TikTok and people were going at it and I had already put out like a video saying I'm okay don't worry because some some people were really nice and reached out to me and were like dude that was a lot like hope you're okay and I was like I'm okay and I put out like a very like peaceful video and then like I should have just left it at that and not not said a word but then me I'm like I said I'm like very complicated girly and And my my brain isn't always like the best yeah 
And I was sitting with Tommy and I saw the, you know, the Wendy Williams thing, the voice thing, and she's like, oh, she passed away. Oh. All right. You know, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, sound yeah, bite. Yeah. And I was sitting with Tommy and I'm like, oh my God, this is so funny. And some girl before me, it was a video of her using the pan filter. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to do this and be like, oh, she passed away. Oh. Oh. All right. And then like get back with Tommy. Because yeah. I'm like, I imagine if I died, like that's probably what would happen. You know, I mean, I don't think... I don't know. So let's. Be, it was like a joke. But let's trying be to make a joke clear there yeah. that you were playing Pam, saying like, "Oh, if Britney passed away, yes. I'd be like, oh, okay, all right. Anyway, so yeah. but there was a misconception. Oh there. my god, everyone was saying that I was saying if she died, right? Which, I know. which that, which I was like, that's Ugh. the thing that people would be off- like offended by. I think. But the truth is, I really shouldn't have said anything because I'm just. But I don't know because I think that's pretty funny. And <laughs> like, I don't, like, and all I, right, and just get back with Yeah, and it was like me just thinking, like making it's, light of it, because it's like everyone's saying they should be together, and I was like, okay, let me make a joke. But here's the thing: I'm on. Like, I should just have left it, and I should have. I really, I know now. I, I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty. I funny. I thought it was funny too, but I make, but I make these choices, Laura, and I. Because it's a I fucking just, joke, I dude. Know, but Everyone is so sensitive. Like, that's what comedians it. do. I know, and that's why I've kind of stopped doing anything. Because you're getting I just, attacked I get by attacked thousands by of strangers for, yeah. like, existing and being married to a man who was single when you met. Like, it's not like, if you one thing, if you were a homewrecker and, like, ruined no. their relationship, like, what? No, dude, you've done nothing wrong. Yeah. You guys are happily married. And you made, in my opinion, a harmless joke yeah. that was self-deprecating. Self-deprecating. Saying if I passed away, yeah, I don't know. And I just was trying to make light of it, and I, I'm an idiot. And then it just turned into this like crazy whirlwind of all kinds of shit. The press picked it up. They ran with it. I had it up for like two minutes, and Tommy even saw it before I posted it, and was like, "That is funny," and was like, "Whatever," you know. And then I had it up for like two minutes, and I was like, "Knowing my history, this is gonna get spun," and I deleted it. I want to say that people were so outraged because they thought you meant that she, if she died. Oh, yeah. If Pam passed away. Yeah. Anyway, so no, that's literally that's what people why. said to me. But yeah. then also, people were like, "How dare you say that she would try to get back with Tommy?" I'm like, "Girl, she just made like a whole documentary saying she still loves him very much." You know what I mean? And also, they don't know like what's been going on throughout my whole relationship with him. Okay. So which is which is I'm just not. I'm not gonna get into detail okay but okay you can imagine it okay. hasn't been the easiest okay thing, okay yeah and i'm friends with heather locklear his ex and you know he was married to heather for eight years heather locklear wow. and you know we text and we're like friends and friendly and it's just a very different dynamic you know okay. what i mean and yeah. and um i have to be so careful because there's like boys her, her, you know and i love the boys I love their I love their sons. They're really sweet, yeah. and, and they know that all this is like a joke. I mean, they were just over the other day, and they know like I'm unhinged, and they're like, whatever, we don't care. Like you've made our dad healthy and happy and yeah. sober, and helped him be sober, and so I mean, there's just a lot that has happened over these years that it's just been hard, and wow. so you know, I when like I said, when things are hard, I just try to make light of it, totally. and then not only that, it was like. Then it turned into a huge thing because right before we went on the last tour, she had sent him this really long text message saying, you know, I've never recovered from you. I'm yeah. st- I still love you. I'll always love you. You're my one true love. Everyone sucks but us. 
Wow. And it was like this really long text message. And he shows me like everything that, you know, she texts him. And, you know, I was very like taken aback. I mean, there's been texts, but like nothing that to that, that, you know, well, some stuff, but nothing to that extreme. Yeah. And I was very shocked. And with his permission, I was like, I'm going to send this to my therapist and just see what she has to say. Yeah. And some of my close girlfriends. And, like, that was my mistake. And now those are everywhere. Oh. And okay. so okay. I, you know, that was my own fault. That And then that came out. And then it was, like, people saying, like, oh, I'm posting her text messages and all this stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, no. Like, you guys, like, don't know the story, you yeah. know? Like, this has been a very intense, you know, delicate situation you know because I have sympathy for her of course I do I I get it like I said I I I was in an abusive relationship before Tommy and I know that whole like situation where you get like attached because of the abuse and you become almost like addicted to it and it's like a drug but I don't know that Tommy so it's also very hard for me Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know that version of him. Well, and that's the thing is that people can change and people do change. Yeah. I mean, like I was a wild, like unhinged drug addict at one point, yeah. and now like You're my a mom, and I'm a like a mom, mom and, and like my idea of like crazy healthy. is like staying up till. 11.30 p.m. Right. Having some chocolate snacks. Oh, shoot. I'm going to have an extra. <laughs> Having an espresso with dinner. Oh, no way. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> but it's crazy, you yeah. know? And so people do change. Yeah. But, but what I t- took from that documentary, while I would say, like, their relationship, like, it was beautiful at a time, but then dysfunctional and, like, yeah. sort of a trauma bond, right? Yeah. And it was... And, and I definitely could relate to that. And it was the best thing for them to split, clearly. Mm-hmm. That's what I took. They tried I also to get don't... back together a million times, years yeah. before me. And yeah. it didn't work out. Right. And there's a reason for that. And, you know, and my husband says it now, like, it's all good. Like, it's all love, you know? And, <sighs> and that's why I said I just, I think maybe her doing it was making her reminisce, I guess. But, oh, 100%. Yeah, and, and, you know, and I get that. And, and, you know, they have kids and I don't have children, so I don't know that extra. I mean, I don't know. How, how, how do you, does it make you feel more attached to Steven? 100%. children, you know. I just know with my parents it was very different. Like, my parents got divorced. Yeah. And they don't speak. And they're just like, whatever. You know? So, like, I've seen two different versions of it. Yeah, you know, it's, where... it's really tricky. Like, I'm so new. We're yeah. so, we're, you know, we're five months separated. Wow, and we yeah. have two toddlers. Yeah. And so it was kind of a similar thing where he had, like, a full mental breakdown. And, yeah. like, it was just we had to separate. There yeah. was no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. It was, like, had to happen. And um, my dream is to be friends. Yeah. I still love him. Yeah. I still think he's an amazing dad and I genuinely want him to be so happy in his life. I genuinely do. And I want to be friends and I want to be great co-parents and be able to like see our kids play sports together or whatever. And I don't know, but who knows? You just don't know what's possible. There's just so many unknowns in my situation because I'm so in it right Mm. now. But all I can, I'm a big manifester. Do you manifest? Absolutely. I've manifested my whole life. Fucking same, dude. We are so similar. Yeah, I've manifested my whole life. And I think I've manifested the bad stuff too because I tend to be an overthinker and I focus on the bad a little much, too much sometimes. And I'm like, fuck, I've thought about the bad stuff too much. And then that, you know, the bad stuff then happened. And I'm like, fuck, you know? Yes. I want to, I want to be able to get to a point where like, 
I feel really healed and really strong. I, I'm always healing and I'll always feel, I feel like I'm getting to this point where I'm like almost a, not like a finished version of myself because yeah. we're never finished, no. but uh, like almost healed. And then I'm like, no, I'm still a rough draft. You know, it's really hard. Oh it's yeah, really, dude. It's really hard. And, and I fight with myself a lot because I'm like, God, you're so stupid. Why do you, you know, get it together kind of thing. Yeah, and, it's definitely a daily practice and we have yeah. really good day. Well, I can speak for myself. Like I have good days where I feel, you know, at ease and inner peace and dare I say happy and yeah. like content in my life. And yeah. then the next day I full on like, you, you know, I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. manic, <laughs> like we should all live in the forest. You know, we don't need that's like. That's it. I'm selling the house, and we're gonna go live in an acorn. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Eat I food off it. trees and just yeah. like you know, um, yeah. So I, I totally get it. So the, it was the people who. It was more like just like getting a t like, and like I said, it was you know before I'd even put anything out, it was like within the hour of it being out, it was like people just being like, they need to be together, da da, da like all this crazy shit. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys don't know how many relationships this man has had. Yeah. Like I mean his marriage the longest one was with Heather yeah they were married for eight years and yeah. you know he flew a guy into their wedding in a parachute with the ring like he's just that guy yeah. he's a romantic guy he totally. does this romantic crazy shit and it, girls love it and it makes you fall for him. And yeah. that's Tommy. He's a, like a very romantic, loving person. Yeah, and everyone just watched the the documentary, so they're feeling nostalgic. Yeah. They like the story. And they're and like, oh, like, you They're know, not taking I, into account how you feel yeah. or where we all are now. And I mean, I get that it's her story and people keep saying like, it's not about you. Like, you're such a pick me, pick me whatever that means. What, is, what is even is that? A pick me girl, you are so fucking far from a pick me girl, I can't even I'm like, tell I don't you. wanna be picked. I wanna be left alone. Yeah, like that's what I want. You're like the antithesis I wanna be like my marriage, girl. I want everything to be left alone. Like, Just literally you know? watch any of your content, you're you're not a pick me. I'm pick like, me girls are like, they do it for the guys. They're like the girls who are like, yeah, I love sports and like, I'm cool. Like all my friends are guys. They choose like male attention and really it's probably cause they didn't get any from their dad or whatever. Yeah. Like, they choose it over like female friendships oh, and like, wow. and you just, you know what I mean? Oh, like there's like a hatred that. for women almost. I feel like pick me girls, yeah. they just want male attention all the time. Again, they're probably like hurting inside, but also annoying. I mean, and then the thing was, is like, they're like, own. it has nothing to do with you and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but then why are people doing interviews saying like, I'm going to be annoyed by it. And like, you know, she was saying, I'm going to be annoyed by it. And this is all these things. And also saying they should still be together now yeah. is like indirectly like about you because you're his literal wife. I'm literally so that's his like, I mean, I've been with this. Where do I pl play into this? And I'm not even like a new wife. Like I'm like, yeah. I've, been, I've been with the guy for six years. So it's like very exhausting. No, I get it. And, I, and I have a lot of people saying that I should get back with Steven and like I'm a monster for leaving him when he was going through something. That I'm a monster and a narcissist and a psychopath and all this shit and I'm horrible and blah, blah, and he should have custody of the kids and blah, and they just don't fucking know, I mean, dude. we just talked off camera and everything you told me is, you know, if Be they knew these things, and that's what I'm saying, there's so much behind the scenes. That we don't fucking say. That I don't say that I could say, and I'm considering that, and that's why I think I have improved in my mental health, because if I was as unhinged as I used to be, yeah. I would be just going for it. Yeah. But I am being an adult, and I'm like, okay, grow up. Like, there's more people involved. Don't 
hurt people, yeah. don't whatever. Yeah. Just keep quiet and just have your marriage and let it go. That's a so, really that's what um, it is, classy you know? way to deal well, with I'm it. I'm trying. I didn't do the best thing. And then, you know, when the Hulu thing came out, I was friends with a creator on TikTok, that Hello Tuffy girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love her and I still like her. Yeah. Um, and we were talking and we were planning to hang out when she came to LA. And then she jumped on the bandwagon and did a whole series on Pam and Tommy. And I'm like, it just makes you feel like you have no friends. Like yeah. you're just kind of like, like I wouldn't do that to someone that I was talking to, at least saying like, we were gonna hang out, we are gonna chill, being friendly with like. But were you a part of her series? No, I wasn't. But I also was just kind of like, to just yeah. to just try to like I I mean and that's the thing it's yeah. like it's her right she does gossip and that's like, like that what kind of she thing. does that's what she does and that's what I'm saying yeah. is like part of me I was very hurt by that yeah. but then part of that's where I, I still have a lot of growing to do because I do get hurt and like when Jason Nash who was my friend for years yeah you know we used to do comedy together and then he started dating Trisha Paytas yeah. and Trisha had tweeted at one point like what the heck are Brittany and Tommy Lee excuse me doing together. And I was like, uh, we're good. Like, don't worry about it, whatever. And she was like, oh no, I'm totally here for it. And then her and Jason start dating. And then they recreated like photos of Pam and Tommy. And I'm like, Jason yeah. was just on my podcast like a week before that. Yeah. And then they tagged Tommy in all the photos. Yeah. And Tommy was drinking at the time. And he went on there and he was like, what's up, Spamela? Cause she was, tagging him in every picture that she did and then people were like oh he's calling her fat too and you know he was drinking and i'm not gonna say that was nice it wasn't nice yeah but you know it was just like it's been a lot of things and then wow. at this point i just feel like both of us are like i mean i know he's definitely like can we just stop talking about it already you yeah know? like it's just like i just we, we just want everyone to be able to be happy and move on you know i yeah. mean it's exhausting when the media is perpetuating it, you know, and the people are perpetuating it. And you're yeah. just kind of like, dude. And then you can't even use your like one coping mechanism that uh, to make a joke and literally like make a joke and like they're like burn her at the stake, yeah, Light her on fire, kill her. Like they hate, yeah. they hate, got so much hate, hate for that. Hate jokes. And now I'm just learning, and this is just a part of getting older. Is like. I just need to let that shit go. Because totally. in the end, what does it matter? Like, I we're know. all going to be dead one day. Yeah. We're all not going to remember any of this. Yeah. And that's the bigger thing, is that I need to just go, forget it, Britt. Like, this is life, and who cares? And who cares? And like, who cares? Like, you're married, and who cares? And it's her story. She gets to tell her story. Good. Leave it. You know? Yeah. I think, yeah. When and I wish I, you know, I do these things in retrospect. I'm like, Brittany, like think of these things before and not after. That's the thing. I, I'm, I'm still working on myself. I'm not perfect at all. But you seem very, very self-aware. And like, I am to yeah. a fault. But then, you know, like I said, I have that like unhinged side where like, I'm like, oh my God, this is funny. Just do it. You know? And oh, then yeah. afterwards I'm like, fuck. But you, you do know? that less and less. Though. I've done it less and less, a lot. I've, I, I mean, compared to when I was on Vine, I would just do whatever, and I was like, it's funny, and I didn't think about, you know, if I was hurting anyone's feelings, I would just make a joke. Do it for the joke. Make fun of myself, make fun of other people, whatever. That was I've like a different era of comedy. Yeah, it was, def it was very different. Wasn't it? Yeah, and then the people around you, and then your own friends who know you are like, yeah, that is funny. Right. Right, and then 
other people are like, you're a fucking asshole. And you're like, wait, what? And now, though, yeah. like the Gen Zs are coming. And oh, you, boy. It's wild. That's why like, I don't even want to speak anymore. Oh, my God. I'm scared. I did, I did the most like PG safe ass sketch with this guy, Charlie. And in it, I was like this like cliche, like California girl. Yeah. So like, and I was like playing an Uber driver and he uh -huh. like comes into the car and I have Sage and I'm just using Sage. Yeah. People were outraged that I was saging the car between... Because they were saying that. that that's well, Native American cultural appropriation or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. You shouldn't buy white sage, right? Isn't that like the thing they say? I think or it was that. And like, I do want to go, yeah. oh, whoops. You yeah, know, and I did feel yeah. like. But it wasn't your intention to be no, bad. No, it wasn't my intention. You were just and I was doing like, oh. a character. Yeah, and it was and a character. Don't get it. People don't get that. It's yeah. Like, it's like you're not you're not trying to hurt people you're trying you're acting you're but it wasn't like but... and and the people weren't like hey just so you know like maybe you weren't aware it wasn't yeah. like that it they was like, like fuck you that yeah that yeah. it wasn't like i'm gonna educate you on why this is not okay yeah. and i think it would have been like easier to you know i would have been more receptive but when they get this like horrible like angry yeah, it's and they, just like asserting their power. And they have this misplaced anger and then now in like the woke culture they can they they are like, No, I have this ground and I'm gonna stand on it and I'm gonna you know, they almost like to hurt like it's almost like they enjoy oh, yeah. bringing anyone and everyone down. I mean, I've seen people getting called out to be cancelled over the dumbest shit and I'm like, What? You can't even say the phrase like, Did I stutter? You can't say that anymore because it's offensive to people with a stutter. Which, like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get yeah. it. But also, <laughs> it's like, guys, chill the fuck out a little bit, right? Like, I feel it's like exhausting. someone with a stutter might be like, I'm okay with it. <laughs> No, they, no okay. they'd be like, I I'm okay. <laughs> I'm gonna but, like, but like, that's funny, See? dude. But I'm going to get canceled now because of your podcast. Wait, wait. Can we just say it? So Brittany gave me, and like, this was another funny the thing. Hot, your, your, your title is Brittany comes on my podcast and makes fun of people who stutter. That's going to be my title, literally. I just end it. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. But that's how your brain works. Like I was telling, I was telling Brittany, she, when I was pregnant with Alfie, she got me oh my like God. a, a, a one-year-old so onesie, Nirvana onesie. I was like, this will be perfect. Size 12? Yeah. For the baby. And so it took Alfie a year to grow into it. <laughs> Finally, I put it on and he looked great. And now Poppy wears it. And I was telling Brittany that my dad saw Poppy, my daughter, my one-year-old, in the Nirvana onesie, and he looked and he was like, you know he did heroin, right? And then what did you say? I said, well, her name is Poppy. Right. <laughs> Which is so fucking funny, yeah. but that's just like how your brain works. Like, it's like, how can I find the most offensive thing and like and that, make it I just, funny? And I just, and it's not even like I'm trying to, I'm not even trying to hurt anyone. I no. just have a dark sense of humor. But imagine if I was offended by that. Like, it's yeah. just funny, dude. You just are like, leave. Don't, you know what, Brittany? I don't want you to do my fucking podcast. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. You know? And I'd be like, God damn it, I fucked up again. It's just so exhausting. It but it's really also is. like what's made you so successful too is how your brain works. And, and then hated. Have to sort of and hated. Well, yeah. But I think the best artists are polarizing though. I genuinely do. I feel the same. Like I've had to really tone down all my shit yeah. through the years. Like massively. Yeah, massively. To the point where it's like sometimes boringly safe. But you yeah. do it because you want to keep going. And you just, it's so scary to like push. Something. I do love the people who don't give a fuck though. Like I when do I do too. see people out there that are just like, yeah, whatever. But they're also poor. 
They're poor. They're not poor, but like, no. <laughs> but they're not doing like brand I'm serious. deals. Brands won't go yeah, they near. They won't go near them. I had to clean mm -hmm. my shit up because mm -hmm. I wanted to pay my bills. I was like calling my manager, why won't I get any brand deals? Yeah. He's like, because you just showed your pussy. You can say it how it is, but you can't have money. <laughs> yeah. That's you can that's be as the, honest that's and vulgar. Yeah. But don't you feel like guys get away with it a lot more than girls? Possibly. And I think it's that like, what do they call the guys? They call them incels, that incel mentality where like the guys, like they can be like, yeah, like say all this shit. And guys are like, fuck yeah, get this guy a beer. Speed round. Okay, yeah, questions. so you have to talk and like I'm sorry really... if I've been boring. You're I'm not. I'm literally just so in a place where I'm just, I'm just like, you know, I feel like I can't even say anything You're anymore. genuinely not, could never be boring I love to you. me. Thank I love you. you. <laughs> I do love you. I love you too. I feel like we connected right away. Yeah. And I don't say that to everyone. No, we do. And then I watch your podcast <laughs> every episode. <laughs> I love you. I feel like we connected right away. Next one. I love you. Yeah, I, I feel, feel like, like we really do. connected right away. And you cut them all together and, <laughs> and you do like an angry response video. And I don't say this to everyone. It's like all in sync. Yeah. I'm kidding. You okay. spend hours of your life editing it all together. <laughs> yeah, and I send it to you. Just, That's how hurt I am. Yeah. And then you yeah. post it. And I post it. On and YouTube, you. just like bawling. <laughs> I would. Because you're sensitive. I'm so sensitive. What are you, cancer? A Virgo. Oh, I'm, I, I'm a cancer. That's They're sensitive too. Yeah. Yeah. Very sensitive. Do you believe? Is it, is it true? Is it real? Is it real? I don't know. I read a lot about it and I feel like. Thank you, baby. You want me to help you put your blanket on? You want me to Is the baby going to bed? Is the baby going to bed? Put the baby to bed. She's just getting more and more asleep as I'm doing this podcast. More sleepy, I'm dead. I end up having to watch your kids because you go to sleep. I'm like, don't wake Laura. She has a, had a rough day. Brittany, you're going to have to go watch the kids. Oh, my God. You told me the one bites. The one's a biter. Alfie, yeah. I just get, takes a chunk out of my arm. I'm like, it's been really fun doing Laura's podcast. I'm now at the ER. Uh, Alfie took a bite out of my arm. It's Getting a tetanus shot. I love it. I love it. Holy shit, dude. Okay, so you went to speed round? What? <laughs> uh. Speaking of speed, let's get this lady something right now. Anybody got an Adderall prescription around here? This bitch is tired. I'm sorry that you only woke up four hours ago. I know. Ago. I, I've been awake for two minutes. Okay. These are questions from Instagram. We're running oh, out of God. time because I have children that need looking after. So let's go speed run. You got to go so fast. Oh God. Okay. Go. Do you like life? Yes. Okay. The Pamela documentary. I'm happy she got her story out. Love it. How is she when dealing with her husband's ex? I try to be as copacetic as possible. Is that a word? Yeah. Holy shit. Say that word again. I try to be as copacetic as possible. Copacetic? Yeah. I try to be as, Never know, heard that word before. And, and nice and healthy. I mean, I didn't make a great choice with my joke, but <laughs> it is what it is. Every day is a lesson. Every day's a lesson. That's what my sponsor so says because yeah. I'm in a recovery special programs meeting. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and she says every time I have some trauma or like a difficult situation, she's like, what's the lesson? Find the lesson, lesson in it. Yeah, Don't waste exactly. this lesson. Yeah, it is. And not caring what people think is like a wonderful lesson. Yeah. To truly not yeah. let that affect yeah. you. It's, it's practice. It's, it is. It's hard, dude. Yeah. How did it feel starting over after Vine was shut down? I don't even think I've started over. I think I've just stopped. <laughs> like I'm just a, a stalemate. I haven't really done anything. Am I making you cry? <laughs> You're like, are you feeling bad for me? <laughs> 
<laughs> you're like this poor girl. She has no life. You're Dead. fucking retired. No, you're living it up. I love you're it. living the dream. But you retired not, at 36. But that's not true. You're not really retired. No, you still I, make I mean content. I'm still auditioning, and hopefully I'll book a show. But I just did a little indie film. You know, acting is more what I'm trying to do. Oh God. Is that what you're trying to do? Trying. You can, it's you know it's hard. I I don't know why you haven't hired someone to write you a movie that you're starring in. Or just I tried it. to do that. And what happened there? And the company was all for it. And we were all greenlit and ready to go. And then it got shelved. That's show business. That's show business, but, baby. But literally, I had the same shit. I had a yeah. dude reach out to me. Let's make a movie. They wrote the movie. I noted the script. It was happening. Yep. We want to shoot it this month. Great. Awesome. And then Nothing. That's it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hello. I Hello. A whole pilot. Anyone home? Yeah. Nothing. I did a whole pilot with. Seth Green directed it for TBS. No, nothing. Shot that's, a whole pilot. That's why I'm not, so, I don't know why I'm crying. It's just. <laughs> I like, might start crying too. Yeah. But like, <laughs> like, no, that's why I have no desire to be. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, fuck it. dude. Fucking is whatever. What it is. Dude. We're all going to die. And that's going to be it. Just enjoy and it. And no one's going to remember anybody in a hundred years and life is life and try to be happy, right? Yeah, that's exactly. How does she, how does she feel? Okay, whatever. <laughs> Oh my God. That's a Oh, question. I know. How is a typical day with you and Tommy? What's a typical day look like? Well, he wakes up at fucking 6 a.m. Oh, wow. So he has like lots of alone time. Okay. And he plays with his bonsai trees. I thought you were going to say balls. Well, probably that too. Okay. And then I wake up and play with his balls. And then we, you know, we hang out, we laugh, and we go grocery shopping together. We cook together. We're building a house right now, so we go to the meetings for that. Where? We have some oh, fun. I'm not going to ask. Yeah. You want the address? <laughs> Just post it on your podcast. Tell us the address. Okay, I'll put, I'll put it on your podcast house. in the notes. Um, but no, we just have, we just laugh. We have fun. He's oh, great. He's really great. Have you gotten in a massive, huge fight? One time, and I went unhinged again and posted it on TikTok. <laughs> Get out. I did. I told you, Laura, Wait, I'm unhinged. This? Hold on, I think this I This was when he this. went on a boys', boys trip. trip. I remember it, because you he posted it to a, the world. He went on a yacht trip to the south of France with a, a guy who's a piece of shit and cheats on his wife. Uh-oh, and I knew okay. that. And I went on the last boys' trip, and I knew that they brought like escorts on the boat. Oh, and they shit. told me this time they weren't going to bring any. And then the algorithm is so fucking wild, it brought me the, it showed me this escort that was on their boat. Hell and no. I recognized the boat. Hell And no. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's how crazy TikTok is. Like, it knew that I knew Tommy and that somehow, like, it showed me in my For You page, this girl. And I recognized it right away with Whoa. the boat. So being um, a mentally unhealthy girly that I am, mm-hmm. I posted about it. And I was like, fuck this shit. I called my husband, freaked out on him. I don't think my husband's ever cheated on me. I would know. Like, he definitely did not hook up with that girl. It was for the other guys. If you thought so, would you be like, something's going on, can I smell your dick? Of course. <laughs> yeah. But he's not even like that. Like, he's just at a different point in his life, you know? He's not that guy. He really isn't. I've yeah. never seen any other signs of him being Maybe that guy. Maybe at one point. At one point, of course. I feel like all younger men. But he's yeah. just at a different point. And plus, like, when... He's with these other guys that are his friends. I mean, I know he talks about me and he's always sending me pictures and da 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 da. And he's just so nice. But anyway, I'm unhinged. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not mentally great. 
You and seem so I, better. I'm doing better. Yeah. So I posted about it and I called the girl out and she actually wrote to me and was like, go fuck yourself. And I was like, I will fly to France and stab you. <gasps> like it was fucked. And so she was hooking up with a guy who was engaged on, oh, the, on no. the trip. And it really broke my heart because I knew the girl he was engaged to and it was a but big then, mess. But and I was like, ah, job. men but are terrible sometimes. Yeah, and I men. just, and that's the thing with me is I always want to like expose the truth and my brain is like, tell everyone the truth, expose the truth. Even though now I'm realizing just who cares, keep it private, you know, yeah. that's the thing. So I'm learning, but that was the biggest fight we've ever had. And that was very bad. And I mean, I don't totally regret posting that girl because I think that the fiance of the guy yes. found out and I feel like I kind of saved her. Yeah. So in a way, did they I, ever get married? I don't think so. Ho ho ho. So Brandy I feel like a, you karma, didn't ruin a marriage. You it, saved. Karma is, yeah. you know, I'm here to be unhinged sometimes for a reason. Yeah. And yeah. like I told you with my ex before, Tommy was like cheating on me with prostitutes, and like I found out via Snapchat, and like I was like, ah. And I Have had you all the... ever been approached to be an escort? No, but aren't you offended? No, I'm I would offended. never. No I one's never. ever approached no, me. But I used to answer. And we live in Los Angeles, not one person. No, I've never been asked. Why don't we give that energy? I think they, they can tell we're too unhinged. <laughs> I think that we give off the mostly unhinged. They're like, we don't want you to stab anyone. Or they just feel like we would just make jokes. Or we'd be like, you want me to suck your dick? Or you want to hear some fucking, you want to hear my 10 minute stand up special? They'd be like, what is this girl? She put on a clown nose. Like, what the fuck is going on? We'd show up in a clown suit. You want to see my pussy or you want pussy jokes? Or we'd be tired and, like, we'd be there to, like, fuck them. But, like, we'd talk about our trauma. And exactly. they'd be like, this girl is trauma dumping You'd on me. You'd be like, did I tell She's... you I was a cutter? They're like, yes, dude. Yes, you told me that. That was the second like, thing you Can you please just me. suck like, my dick? I just wanted like, a blowjob, man. I didn't know, need to know about the psych ward. It's just too loaded, I think. Like, I think yeah. that they can sense that they from can, us. They can, right? Yeah, it's scary. You've got one more minute, and I want to know what is the most important piece of life advice you could give the listeners right now. This is like for myself and okay. for everyone else okay. is before you make any decisions, okay, big or small, take 10 seconds mm. and think before you do anything. Ooh. That's my biggest problem. I don't stop and think yeah. enough. I kind of just do. And I think that that causes a lot of problems. I mean, it's caused me a lot of problems. I wow. say and do things without stopping and taking a minute and going, what are the repercussions? Wow. What is going to happen? Good and bad, you know? And I'm not saying to like do this over a fucking box of cereal, you know, making that kind of decision. I'm talking about decisions that could really impact you in some way. Yeah. I made a lot of mistakes. Because I'm going to play devil's advocate here. You're going to what? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I'm so what the fuck was that? What was that? I got to go. <laughs> I gotta get out. You know what? Get me out of here. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing I here. Said, I'm dead. I'm, I this just... is why I don't leave my house. I'm dead. Get me the fuck out of here. I'm so sick of this shit. The fuck? What was that? What did you say? I can't. She's like speaking in tongues. She's all really. Give me your most important piece of life advice. And I shaka la da da. I'm dead. What the fuck? Does she do that a lot? Is that normal? I said I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Oh, but okay. I said in like a demonic like voice, motivational character oh my gosh, that she's I have. Crying <laughs> again. Listen, Laura. Listen, you need to get help. She's cried three times during this podcast. She's weeping. 
I'd give you a tissue, but there's just this. Oh, my eyes are watering. Oh I my can't. god. I'm gonna play devil. I'm gonna play David the Advocate. What were you gonna say? I'm gonna play devil shit. <laughs> listen, listen here, first of all. I'm gonna play devil advocate for a second. Okay. Can you imagine if we really talked like that? That's what I'm Like if saying. someone saw our pictures Deborah on Shea Bumble <laughs> and they were like, she's so hot. And then we met up with them and we're like, hey, we're here. It's nice yeah, to meet you. Yeah. You're sure nice to meet you. But like you were saying 10 yeah. seconds. Yeah. But I think that's like the key to why you're so successful too. I don't feel because, like look, I'm so it takes successful. Five seconds <laughs> Laura, I am not so successful, please. You don't give yourself enough credit. Well, thanks. Like, genuinely. I love you. To me, it's like, the fact that you make millions of people laugh around the world and have done for years is so successful and made your living doing that. Like, you do that's, the same. No, I know. And <laughs> I, can, like, I know. I can, I'm great. I consider myself successful. You are. I do. You guys should see the McMansion we're in, okay? First of all. But it's because you don't think. That's my point. Yeah. So you're saying, take 10 seconds to think before yeah, you act. Yeah. But sometimes the ability to just go, like that's probably what led you to create some of your best videos is like not overthinking it and just like, oh, idea, here it is, that, And that, like, that's why you've impacted so many people. It's been good and bad in my life. Right. It's been good and bad. That's shit business. That's shit business. That's shit business, baby. You guys, this was such a fun podcast. I had so much fun showing Brittany. Oh my God. Should I'm she dead. come back on the show? I think she should. I don't think she should. I, should. I think I, she should shut the fuck up. I think she should shut the fuck up, but also come back. It's was so much fun. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube and leave a camera to everyone. Oh my God. And that's it. That's it. Sure. And I feel like I'm gonna get in trouble for this too. Oh shit! Is that offensive? <laughs> is this voice offensive? They're like Laura's making fun of people that talk like this. Oh, <laughs> this is not cool because you know what, Laura? I know a couple people that talk like this, and they don't like. They're not gonna like it. Oh, okay, you better shut the fuck up. Are we gonna get cancer? You're gonna get cancer. Don't cancer. And then you're not gonna pay for your kids it's anymore. There's nothing else I can do for life. I, nobody wants to see my push. I can't do an OnlyFans. I tell her people love comedy puss. She comedy puss is huge. Comedy puss is where it's If at. you can make people laugh and your titties jiggle, you are set for life. My titties don't jiggle, but... But your booty does. My ass or does. Or your fucking lips. And my lips. <laughs> those lips. Oh my God. Come. You've had two babies. Oh my God. Is there a little jiggle down Honestly, there? Honestly, I gotta tell you, goes right back. What? Oh yeah. I haven't had any kids. I'm telling you. And mine's like a turkey now. I kegel that shit. <laughs> It's strong. You do? But I kegel it. You do kegels? Oh, yeah. I'm doing them right now. Whoa. <laughs> I just see the blanket going on. <laughs> it just sucks in the entire blanket. The whole blanket goes inside of you. <laughs> Para kegel. Okay. We got to go. Oh my God, I got to watch my guy. He's like, wants to kill himself. Chris is so used to this. Chris is like, get me out of here. What's up? Mentally unstable. Mentally unstable podcast. Chris, Chris what is the quits. name of this podcast? Imagine he quits right now. What do you call this? Idiot. Perfect. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're the perfect guest. Yeah. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Okay, right. I feel like I actually fit. I fit here. Thank